Need a recap of Sunday's readings? It's time for Homily Highlights on Mater Day Radio. And today's homily highlight is from Monsignor John Syak, pastor at Christ the King Church in Milwaukee. So what's your most frequent temptation? Don't say it out loud. Right, just think about it. What is the most recurring one? The one that always, that we have to struggle with the most. And it could be more than one. But just call it to mind. What is it? Is it gossip? Just can't help complaining about that other person? Overindulgence in food or drink or video games or social media? Sexual sin? What is it? And do you, do you notice how it starts where it usually, when it usually arrives? Usually at a time of vulnerability. It could be tired, lonely, hungry, angry, sad, anxious. Often hit, hitting into one of those wounds in our soul. Now temptation isn't sin. It's the invitation to sin. And temptation often presents itself as a suggestion to numb the pain with a sinful act in a way that the only way to assuage that pain is through sin, to make it feel better. But of course, as we know, it doesn't work. Now with that in mind, now let's look at what Jesus is doing. Why is Jesus in the desert? The desert is a place where the comfort and the security and the pretenses are all kind of stripped away, getting down to what really matters. He is praying and fasting to prepare for his public ministry in saving the world, which is about to begin. And those 40 days and 40 nights of the Lord's fast reminds us of what? 40 days and 40 nights of rain with the time of Noah and the washing away of the evil from the world. The 40 days and 40 nights that Moses fasted on, on Mount Sinai before receiving the saving commandments of the law. The 40, days, uh, the 40 years of the Israelites journeying, wandering in the desert to prepare them to enter the promised land. Something big is going on here. In all this, the Lord is inviting us to train with him, spiritual training. Lent reminds us of the spiritual battle that is always going on over our souls. So Lent is a 40-day spiritual retreat or training to train with Jesus, to be with him in order to overcome the temptations that come our way from the enemy. How do we know, this is a good question, how do we know anything about this story? There are no eyewitnesses of what happened here. You think about it. It's kind of like the Garden of Gethsemane. How do we know that anything of what happened in the Garden of Gethsemane, right? They, they were all asleep. It's because the Lord told them afterwards. You need to know what I did in the desert. I want you to know what I did in the desert. This is really important. He is here to do battle with our enemy. His enemy, our enemy. 
He is God from all eternity, but now he is also here as man to undo what Adam and Eve did in the Garden of Eden. Satan tempted Adam and Eve to sin and prevailed. Now he tries to get Jesus to sin and fails. And in these three temptations, our Savior overcomes any and all temptation. That all temptation, all sin can be classified in, in those three temptations. And you notice, you may have noticed that his response to the evil one in, all, in these three temptations comes from the book of Deuteronomy, of the, of the culmination of the giving of the law at, at Mount Sinai, bringing it to fulfillment in him. So the first temptation, it's usually named the temptation to lust or the flesh. That is the temptation to use his powers to turn a stone into bread, to satiate his body, which is hungry. And in that temptation is what? God's not going to take care of you. You need to do something about that. It's always on the pattern of the first sin. That somehow God is not trustworthy. He's not going to take, he's not going to meet your needs. He's not going to give you anything. You're going to need to take and get what you can for yourself. That's the dynamic of all sin, to distrust that God is good. You know, we've been given powers to obey God and his will or to obey our own will and to satisfy our own desires. When our own will conflicts with God's will, what do we say? Thy will be done, or my will be done. Temptation always has the character of, you need to take things into your own hands. You need to start doing some ungodly self-reliance is what you need to do. Not trusting that God will provide every good thing and more than we could ever ask for or imagine. The human person does not live on bread alone or simply in the satisfaction of bodily desires or appetites. We thrive on every word that comes from the mouth of God. And ultimately, Jesus gives us the true living bread, doesn't he? his own body and blood in the Eucharist, through which he communicates his very self and eternal life. Second temptation, we could consider it as vanity or the world. Wow the crowds by do some, doing something spectacular. And Dr. Peter Kreft, who's a convert to the faith, uh, when he comments on this, he's a, he's a, a philosophy professor at Boston College. In fact, in my Path of Wisdom class in the school, I use a lot of his material. Here's what he says. He says, Jesus doesn't use his power to convince the whole world because he wanted to leave us the free choice to believe or not to believe. The devil offers an even more subtle temptation here uh, to tempt him out of a false sense of compassion. Just give the people what they want, a miraculous proof that can't be disputed or disbelieved. But Jesus didn't come to win a popularity contest. 
He came to win our hearts and to win our love. And love that is not freely given is not love. Compelled love is a false love. Third temptation, pride or the devil. And here the devil stumbles out into full view. Worship me. You know, if we don't worship God, we will worship something else. And at the bottom of that something else is the devil, our enemy. The whole thing about being human is worship. It comes down to worshiping in the right way, to worship the one true God or to worship something else, some form of false worship. So what are our idols? And this is a hard question. This can get way down deep into the soul. What do I choose instead of coming to Mass every Sunday and Holy Day? That's an idol. What do I choose instead of prayer or helping others in need? That's an idol. That is a place in our soul where we are engaged in false worship. And so how do we overcome these temptations and any temptation? Stay close to Jesus. Be with Jesus. Abide with Jesus. Gazing upon the face of Jesus, allowing his gaze to fall upon us. Being with him, spending time with him, listening to him, speaking from our hearts to him. Deepening that intimate relationship with him. Because he is God and man and he has overcome all temptation. And he wants to and he delights in conquering temptation in us. He loves it. He loves doing it. And doing it together with us. And this kind of points to one of the pillars of Lent. That pillar of prayer. Prayer is how we resist and overcome temptation. And one of the great prayers of the, of the church and that we do here at Christ the King is the prayer of adoration, of Eucharistic adoration, of being in the presence, the true, real presence of Jesus Christ himself, to gaze upon him, to be gazed upon by him. Even in times we don't even need words or anything, just to be in his presence. So we are a Eucharistic parish. We are centered around him, truly present among us. And that is today's homily highlight from Monsignor John Syak, pastor at Christ the King Church in Milwaukee.